0: You are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day with John Schuster. I am merely Mike Luke. All right, Arizona is a basketball town. We all know that, but you know what? They still play football in these parts. And first and foremost, Shu, you, you last year received a uh, a sk- you no you didn't receive you put out no a, I gave didn't I you put out a scathing mm-hmm. indictment on the vicious. First- on the first year of the Jed Fish coaching regime, mm-hmm. where Vicious. he said... You, Vitriolic,
1: you it- unstoppable. I, I I didn't give it a rest. It was heartless. It was gruesome. It was unfiltered. Relentless. Absolutely re- didn't give him a break at all between the lines. I was that...
0: Uh, you gave I was ass. that tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. I gave him an F. On F. I gave him for on-field
1: did. performance.
0: I, on the other hand, gave him a B minus because I factored in many of the other uh, uh, external factors like recruiting. Mm -hmm. I thought they were a little more competitive. But now the season's over. Spring Spring football is here. First and foremost, I think the thing that everybody needs to be keeping an eye on is the quarterback situation. Last year's Arizona quarterbacks sucked. There's no other way around it. They just weren't good. And so you've got Jaden DeLora coming in, Washington State transfer. He was the Pac-12 freshman of the year. You got Noah Fafita coming in, who I've got some thoughts on. We'll get to that in a minute. But Schuster, what are you looking for from the quarterback position other than the fact of a guy that can actually complete passes?
1: <laughs> well, that's certainly a good uh, a good start. Somebody who I think a lot of the problem, especially in the early stages when you're trying to figure a lot of stuff out, is that the game moves so quickly that the decisions that are in front of you got a lot on your plate you've got a lot trying to figure out and yes it was a tough season for Gunnar Cruz. it was a tough season uh you know for the backups as well uh it, it was just it, and there were a lot of factors that went into it in obvious fairness uh Jed Fish really didn't have a whole hell of a lot in the cupboard and as a result of that from the quarterback, position and beyond it was difficult to be able to try to find something that ultimately worked and try to maintain some level of competitiveness. Uh, But I think first and foremost, especially when you make the jump to a higher level, uh, is that the quickness in the game becomes glaring and it takes a little bit of time to get acclimated to that. And that was probably one of the major problems that, that, that affected Arizona's quarterback play throughout the course of the year. And you can trickle down Mike from there. Offensive line struggled, didn't have much of a running game. You had limited receivers. There was just a skill set issue clearly for Arizona across the board. I think we understand that. So the quarterbacks who struggled didn't get a lot of help in the process either. Uh, So that is an aside. I think in spring practice, the element that I would try to take out of it is how quickly do they react to a given situation? And I think that's what Jed Fish and a lot of other college offenses ultimately want to do. There's version A, B, C, look at it quick, figure it out, make a decision, because things are going to unravel on you quickly if it doesn't. And that happened to Arizona a lot last year, and it stalled a bunch of drives. And and so as you look at the new quarterback core this year, I think the individual who moves up out of the front of the list will do one of two things. Um, version number one is that they'll make decisions quickly. Version number two, they won't make mistakes that lead to potential turnovers. If they can handle that, my guess is that that'll be the individual who moves up the pecking order just a little bit quicker than perhaps some of the others.
0: Last year was interesting because it seemed that the quarterback position certainly was... Jordan McLeod was better than the other two. I think that we can agree on that. And I don't want to make Jordan McLeod out like he was great because he wasn't. Jordan McLeod, though at least was able to move the ball up and down the field. They weren't really able to get into the end zone, which at the end of the day is essentially what you strive for. But still, that I was okay with. But now you got to score points. And you're bringing in a wide receiver unit right here that, uh, you know, is one of the best, at least on paper, should be one of the best in the conference you've got jacob cowing who has been the best who's been probably been the best player on the team he's a U- utep transfer who had 15 almost 1500 yards last year at utep uh you're bringing in a five-star receiver and uh Titora mcmillan these are all guys that really i think need to take that next step we're going to talk about the skill position guys in a second here but one thing that i do want to tell you about built bar all right Built bar last year was a thing that Arizona football looked like it maybe started consuming a little bit too late in the process in that this was, this is a, uh, this is a protein that tastes good. It's good for you. John Schuster and I both like it. We both like the blueberry and, and again, it's good. And it gives you the tenacity for the long haul. I'm thinking that Arizona's consuming more built bars this year.
1: Well, if that's one of the things you're talking about in regards to what takes place during spring football and one of the things that you're looking for most specifically, I think you should pretty much start every locked-on broadcast with exactly that. And if you can get that done and Arizona holds up its end of the bargain, it's going to be a better season. Off-season regimen leads to in-season results. Built Bar is part of that
0: equation. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. All right, the skill position last year, we just broke down the wide receiver unit, or excuse me, the uh, quarterback unit. In all fairness to the quarterback, the wide receivers, the running backs and the offensive line left a lot to be desired as well. So, it's kind of a, a it's it, it was a perfect storm in that you got bad you got bad quarterback play and that you've also got bad talent around them. I think the hope in year 2 is that you see a discernible difference in what your, just the talent around the quarterback position, which will make it easier there, shoot.
1: See, I think, uh, you know, one of the issues, and I think one of the reasons that McLeod and his limited playing time. McLeod? McLeod uh, in, in There's Columbo in the background. Right. Is not McLeod. Oh, I saw Columbo. <laughs> uh, Bruce I'm says sure hi. Did. Yeah, good. On the uh, Sunday mystery movie, uh, McLeod, who was playing mystery quarterback for the uh, Wildcats on uh, occasional Saturdays, The thing about him that was a little bit different than the other two was his ability to scramble and try to make plays when there was nothing there. The problem with that in limited uh, roles is that he also turned the ball a little bit more than than the other ones did. So in the end, you kind of got the same results. You had something that teased you a little bit more, but ultimately you couldn't get into the end zone and close the deal. And McLeod got hurt before we got to a point where we could tell whether any of that was going to change or not. With Cruz and 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 beyond that you have two guys who were much more stable in regards to what they were expected to do so if something unraveled they just got rid of the ball or just checked down and then the drive stalled so it didn't look very impressive it looked like they were kind of over their heads at the time they didn't have the scrambling ability to make a play where mcleod could kind of just ad-lib something and maybe move the chains a little bit but then he turned around and made as many mistakes so It was. I think all three quarterbacks would be better with the lineup that Arizona has coming in this year. And that's a step in the right direction for what it is you ultimately want to accomplish. Arizona's receiving core looks like it has the potential to be very good. Is it going to be very good immediately? I don't know. I suspect there are going to be problems, uh, but at least that position gives Arizona an opportunity to move the ball a little bit, and that's helpful. They've got to, like you said, they have to improve everything. And incremental steps in doing that is the suggestion necessary to see if this football program is moving in the right direction.
0: Yeah, and then let's switch over to the defensive side of the football a little bit. I think that this is a team that... I was okay with what Don Brown did last year, to be honest with you. I thought he had very little talent and he was able to put together a middle of the road conference unit that, yes, they did get worn down from time to time, but I thought it was a middle of the road unit that, you know, uh, from a, from a, uh, excuse me, from a, uh, uh, production standpoint but i've probably bottom of the unit as far as talent this is i think year two is going to be interesting to see what they're able to do on this now one thing before we get into that though if if you're bullish on the defense which we're going to give you reasons maybe you should or maybe you shouldn't either way you should be bullish on the bet online sportsbook here's the deal bet online has been around for a while it's where you want to go to be able to make the money that you want to find. Now, that's where you're going to get the best odds. That's where you're going to get everything that you really need. Shu has used Bet Online Sportsbook before, if I'm not mistaken.
1: No, that's correct.
0: Yeah, yes, so we are. That is correct. <laughs> you're not mistaken. We both vouch for Bet Online Sportsbook. Okay. Now, let's talk a little U of A defense. It was an interesting combination last year where they the secondary wasn't particularly good, but there also wasn't much pass rush to be able to help it out.
1: What and that think? was uh, and that and that was one of the things that I think, you know, <clears throat> Brown did I think a good job trying to keep Arizona around. And I think I think a lot of the story with Arizona football last year was that and it may be a testament to the coaching staff. And most notably, I think Brown's the one who I think got a lot of accolades based on how things were ultimately playing. Though the weird thing, perhaps, about Arizona football last year is that for much of the time, not always, there, there were certainly exceptions to this, but more often than not, if Arizona was going to lose a game by 20 plus, and that happened a lot last year. That game was going to be pretty competitive up until about the midpoint of the third quarter, right? And then it right. was going to unravel, uh, and 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 that was an indication that Arizona just didn't have the personnel to be up to speed to, you know, to be able to maintain what was necessary to be competitive over the course of sixty minutes. They they could do it for forty, and uh, and that's an area. And I think Brown played a role in keeping Arizona in games, but ultimately, you know, they ultimately. You know, they, they ultimately ran out of steam and better teams with better talent were able to get, uh, you know, more out of them. Uh, I think one of the things that becomes interesting in the offseason since Brown left is how many chances will Arizona take defensively? Right. Uh, and uh, are, are are they going to be Stoops-esque or Brown-esque? Uh, Stoops-esque is more or less bend but don't break. After a while, you figure, you, you know, you'll allow team. Teams will have good yardage against you, but you'll be able to keep them out of the end zone and you'll be able to milk clock as a result and hope hopefully negate possessions, uh, which is something that makes sense with an undermanned football team. Or do you try to take chances and force some turnovers? Arizona was good at trying to take chances, was terrible at forcing turnovers last year. Well, right. And and, and that, that was an area where they needed to be better that never was really to break in their direction. If they have better personnel this year, is that something that they're going to look at to try to approach? Or is Arizona going to be a little bit more conservative to try to play the clock game as opposed to play the uh, risk-reward game? What would you do? Uh, That's hard to say. I I, I, I tend to generally be a a believer in taking chances and uh, trying to disrupt. Even if you don't get a turnover, if you can get lost yardage plays often at the college level that's enough to stop a drive uh so I don't mind taking chances here and there and trying to disrupt some stuff but you know I I I certainly understand both philosophies and I'm not necessarily sure at this stage what Arizona's talent personnel is how good are they on the front line if you they may have to take chances or risk giving up seven yards on the ground every play and if that's the case, then maybe, maybe they do need to try to blitz a little bit more and mix things up. I tend to lean in the take chances direction. I think that gives teams that are undermanned a little bit of an opportunity. But again, it is one of those things where I understand both styles. Uh, I completely understand both approaches. And as the season unfolds, maybe we get a better gauge of how it looks on the field and which one perhaps or, or which hybrid ultimately works between there. Do you have any thoughts on... Uh, I also think, yes, I agree performing? with you
0: on that because I think an aggressive mentality uh, equals a gr- good aggression on the football field. Now, again, you know, it's uh, every... The, mo- the most boring thing in the world and the lamest thing to ever see is a quarter or as a coach that says, you know what, we're going to give up 10 yards each time down the field, but we're not going to let them beat us over the top. Well, cool, dude. At the end of the day, though, that still is... Uh, you're still you know, you're still going to be giving up a touchdown and it's probably not going to be stressing the defense. If you are at least trying to bring pressure, which I think Don Brown tried to do, um, you're at least making the other team plan for you a little bit. So that's to me where I think I would be. I think it's a little bit different. So I guess
1: it's kind of how do you want to get beat? If you're dealing (laughs) with, if you're dealing with still trying to build personnel and building depth into the program, how do you want to, there there, there are two issues here, I guess. Uh, Do you want to get, you know, stabbed with a bunch of ice picks and die slow? Or do you want to get a wrecking ball to the noggin and get it over with? You know, right. that, 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 that's kind of what you're discussing in terms of what Arizona's defense may actually need to be until they get to a point where the talent can ultimately match up. The secondary question here ultimately becomes, and Don Brown leaving throws this into a little bit of a quagmire, perhaps, um, what you're trying to figure out is what the identity of your team is. And identity works offensively, and it works defensively. So this year, what we may see is Arizona trying to implement something that might not necessarily be better for right now, but it could be better
0: for the long run. And if that's, trying to,
1: if that's something that they're trying to illustrate, it might be a long-term investment to see how it plays out.
0: For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. We will be back with you tomorrow talking more U of A spring football.